There are many ways people listen to Vision, including DAB Plus Digital Radio. If you're in Greater Sydney, Melbourne or Brisbane and have a digital radio receiver in your car or home, you'll find Vision Christian Radio on the station list. If you're visiting one of these cities and hiring a car, there's a good chance it will have a DAB receiver and you'll be able to enjoy vision with exceptional sound quality while you drive around. If you don't already own a DAB receiver, you'll find many models, including clock radios at electronic retailers for under $100. To find out more about vision on digital radio and whether you're within the broadcast footprint, see vision.org.au slash DAB. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, there's been a significant earthquake that's happened in Queensland earlier this morning. A magnitude 5.3 earthquake in Queensland just west of Bundaberg felt from Bundaberg south through the Sunshine Coast, Brisbane and the Gold Coast. Let's get an update from uh, the Geoscience Australia senior seismologist Mark Leonard joining us. Hello, Mark. Welcome along to 2020. Good morning. Mark, 5.3 magnitude earthquake in Queensland. This is a fairly rare occurrence, isn't it? Yeah, it's relatively rare. Um, In that whole sort of southeast Queensland from Gladstone sort of to the border and sort of into the hinterland. You expect a sort of magnitude five in Queensland sort of every few decades. So this is an unusual event, but not like particularly rare. So the reports that you received, were there there have been shaking in people's homes and in their businesses going about their daily life? Yes, yeah, particularly in the, the Sunshine Coast. So it was sort of pretty much due east of Harvey Bay and Fraser Island, um, but it was sort of strongly felt up against the coast and the Sunshine Coast. And we're getting reports that people, particularly people that live sort of right by the water, um, were feeling it quite strongly. Uh, when an earthquake happens out at sea, there's a tsunami threat, but there was nothing like that this morning because this earthquake was, it had its epicentre inland. Is that the case? Um, no, this this was... 50k off to sea, but it was both deep and too small to um, trigger a tsunami. Generally, tsunamis, you're only worried about earthquakes six and above or really six and a half and above. Even when they're quite close to the coast here, you'd, any tsunami that would come in from a sort of six would be very small. And anyway, this earthquake was, was quite deep, so it was never going to trigger a tsunami. Okay, tectonic plate movement, is that the cause of this earthquake? Indirectly, yes. The tectonic plate movement has the effect of squeezing Australia. So whilst this earthquake wasn't on any sort of major tectonic fault or plate boundary, it's the effect of all of Australia is being squeezed by the tectonic plate movement, and that's what causes earthquakes. But because there's no well-defined fault, they tend to be a bit more sort of randomly scattered than, say, in California, where they're sort of constrained mostly to well-known faults. Okay, you say this one is actually a known fault line, but it's not one that that usually we would see this sort of activity from. Um, we don't know. We know virtually nothing about whatever fault this is. The 
you know, an earthquake of this size, the size of the, the, the fault that has ruptured is, is only a sort of a few kilometres by a few kilometres. So, I mean, the fault could be as little as, as sort of three kilometres long, or it could be part of a much longer fault. We really don't have any real knowledge of the, the fault that it might be on yet. Once we've done some more analysis of the earthquake, we can sort of begin to put together a bit of a picture of what potential faults there are. But generally faults below six in Australia, it's, it's fairly rare to actually be able to directly associate them with a specific fault. Okay, a 5.3 magnitude, uh, which I imagine for Australian standards is actually quite significant. Is there any likelihood of aftershocks that might follow? Yeah, we will expect, we've had one aftershock um, pretty much within a few minutes of this earthquake. And you would normally expect from an earthquake in sort of eastern Australia of this size to see half a dozen to a dozen aftershocks above magnitude 3. But because the largest one is, is, is likely to be in the low magnitude fours and they're sort of 60 kilometres offshore, they're not going to be felt by people. Or you might have a tiny number of people um, in the nearest coastal towns feel it, but it won't be widespread by any means. Well, Mark, great getting your insights. Thanks for that update. Mark Leonard, Senior Seismologist at Geoscience Australia. Mark, thanks for being with us today on 2020. You're welcome. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.